Steve here from Production Music Tools. We are very excited to release Symbol Effects Bode in collaboration with our friends at 52Qs.com. This sample collection features 68 unique Bode Simple performances, offering a broad spectrum of timbres, textures, and tones, and is the perfect choice for tension and trailer music. These were performed on a 22-inch stag traditional China Lion cymbal, and every sample has been expertly recorded and performed by composer Dave Croft of 52Qs. Incorporating these top-notch samples into your project is a breeze. Simply drag and drop to create stunning transitions and infuse your mixes with added depth and texture. You can find this pack at productionmusictools.com as part of our sample pack product line. What is happening, everybody? This is Dave Croft, and welcome back to another Q review here at 52 Qs, where I check out a Q written by a member of the 52 Qs community and provide feedback like you'd hear from a music supervisor or a potential library. So we are checking out today a Stomp Clap Q submitted by Mitchell Davis. And so we're gonna take a listen to it and then talk about it on the other side. Right, that was Trailer Hall by Mitchell Davis. Mitchell, thank you so much for sending this along. First of all, love, love, love that title. This is a perfect title. I think you're gonna you're gonna win my uh, perfect title award of the day. I think this is really working well. Fantastic riff. It's a little dark in the mix. I felt like we probably. 
could have brought up around 2K, 3K, just a little bit, just to brighten it up. And it might just be in the guitars, just bring those up a little bit. And I think we probably could have layered in some more claps, so it's more boom, clap, boom, clap. And it doesn't have to be anything anything crazy fancy, just some, you know, some one shots or, or something like that. Love the, the, the additional layer here. I think that's really, really working well. Nice. That's all working. All right, now I'm going to, I'm going to back down uh, that, that EQ that I just added. Let's be careful. Even before then, we were, uh, we were getting into the zeros. We can see our peaks are getting into zero, which means I, according to, you know, if I were to, uh, to, to get my face kind of out of the way here, we could see I'm actually clipping the output bus. So we want to make sure that our, in our meters, or in our limiter rather, that we set our ceiling absolutely no higher than minus 0.2. Now, some of this might be, in all fairness, some of this might be the, uh, because you know I pulled this from SoundCloud, some of this might be just the compression, adding, adding dB, but um, I think we, we should set ours to minus one, I think. So I think this is great right here. It's all working really well. I would add another guitar layer playing the lick. I can't even have that note, but an octave above it. And you don't have to, you don't have to play it again. Just take your line and, and push it up the octave. I feel like we need another an octave above right there. And then it, Now let's watch those drum fills. They sound a little mechanical. And we're using the same fill every single time. And I, I tell you what, drummers, <laughs> drummers are never gonna play the exact same fill every single time. And so it's coming off a little mechanical and it sounds too repetitive. It, it betrays the fact that, you, that you're copying and pasting the same fill. And let's, and let's shape the contour of that fill. And not every single, it sounds like the velocities are, are pretty darn similar. Actually, sounds like bigadiga bigadiga, and that would be really really tough to play. Sounds like bigadiga and man, drummers are are we're way too lazy to do that. So we might go not We wouldn't be moving that fast. All right, now going into here. First of all, I think your bass could be louder, and I think. And I think we could uh, add a little distortion. And instead of the bass, love this. This is nasty. But let's have your bass play the riff. Boom, 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 boom,
don't add the lick yet. Don't add the guitar lick. I would take that same lick. So give your bass player the main lick. Don't bring in the lick here in the guitar. I would take that and push it an octave down. So it's right? It's really nasty. And now, uh, not yet, not yet. And then bring boom, then bring the, the, the lick back an octave with the octave on top. I think that would be chef's kiss. And then layer in uh, the octave below from the breakdown. We have to be careful coming up right here. That sounds like engine engine sound. It's cool. I dig it. I recognize what why we did it. However, this is a major no-no in my experience with production music. If you're making music that you, you just want to release, cool. But we have to be so careful about using sounds or sound effects, which could be considered diegetic. And if you're not if you're not familiar with this term, it, it, it's anything that is interactable in a scene or observable by the by the characters in the scene. So, like diegetic music would be uh, if you're if you see a scene in a bar and you hear music, the idea is that that music is occurring naturally within that space. Where we get into trouble is if we include sound effects in our music that could be considered diegetic, right? So let's say that this gets used as a cue placement on an episode of Ice Road Truckers or whatever, which I think is, is great. Then if you hear this, Right, it could be confusing. It could be confusing for the viewer. They might think that there's a truck going by somewhere on the scene. So we have to be really careful about sounds and sound effects, which uh, could sound diegetic. And I would do a short stab and a long stab. I would go jump. So so give. What you're doing is you're giving the editor both options. You're giving him a short staccato ending, which you have here. And then, bum, bum. And then you're also giving them a long, drawn-out stinger button ending. And if you want to throw it a bucket of fish there at the end, you can do that. Bum, bucket of fish. I think that would work. So, Mitchell, thank you so much for sending this along. This was sent along during our week 30 weekly feedback threads. We put weekly feedback threads together every single week over at 52 Qs. It's really the cornerstone of what we do here. And uh, I will be choosing one of these cues written for our week 31 weekly feedback threads um, on an upcoming YouTube video. So if you would like feedback on your queue and would like to be featured on the channel, then you can uh, check that out. And we'd love to have you over at the 52 Qs community. But if you found that feedback helpful and you would like feedback on your own queues in a more personal way, then uh, head over to 52Qs.com slash coaching where you can get your own personal 15 minute feedback video where I walk through all the different 
components of the cue, the title, the mix, structure, form, harmonic, all of that business, then uh, again, 52cues.com slash coaching. And while you're there, you can also check out my other coaching services, including our upcoming mastermind group for the, for the, uh, the spring of 2024 and book your own one-on-one coaching session. But that's going to do it for me. Until next time, peace. Did you know that more and more libraries organize their catalogs as albums, complete collections of cues that all share a similar theme or purpose? But what does that mean to us, the composer? Do we have to write an album in order to get placed in a library? And if so, how do we get started and how can we even be sure we have that many ideas? Well, if this sounds like you, then the 52 Cues Album Accelerator is your answer. This self-paced program with over six and a half hours of video content, discussion threads, articles, and resources will guide you through the entire process of creating a production music album, ready for library usage. We give you tips on coming up with an album concept, finding inspiration for composing, cue form and structure, and navigating project management and deliverables, all while working towards finding and pitching to libraries who need what you're best at writing. Plus, you'll receive a 90-minute one-on-one Zoom session to listen through the cues in your album, go over your pitches, and discuss strategies for library placement. So head over to 52cues.com accelerator for more information and to sign up today. Again, that's 52cues.com accelerator.